The Tom Sumner Program. Old fashioned radio for a new generation. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, John. You know that. Yay, Tom! <laughs> I love it in Flint! You're very astute, Tom. Have an easy question. I'll debate Andy Dillon on your show. Well, oh, that's a very good question. Uh, hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm all right, Tom. How are you? Lucky day, Mr. Sumner. Ciao, Tom. How are you today? That's a good question. <laughs> Hi, this is actor, comedian Jonah Pody, and you're listening to the Tom Snyder, uh, Tom Smothers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, what's his name? Uh, Sumner. The Tom Sumner Program. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, at least I got the Tom part right. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Presenting for the first time on radio, the amazing interplanetary adventures of Flash Gordon and Dale Arden. Racing high above the earth, comfortably seated in a giant airliner, Flash Gordon, internationally famous athlete, looks admiringly across the aisle at Dale Arden, the lovely young companion of his air voyage. The minds of both are intent on the terrible destruction which for many months has been approaching the earth with terrific speed. The new planet hurtling through space directly in the path of the Earth. Suddenly, there's a violent jar. The plane lurches into a spinning nosedive. Flash Gordon's trained muscles carry him across the aisle to the frightened girl to gather her in his arms and then leap free of the falling plane. And pulling the ripcord of his parachute, glides to Earth. Don't be frightened, Dale. The plane has crashed. We're safe. Yes, thanks to you. Hold fast. We're landing now. Careful. Easy. Are you all right, Dale? Yes. Good. Oh, look, Flash. There's a large steel door. It's closing. Why, that's the laboratory of the great scientist, Dr. Hans Zarkov. He's coming this way. I'll call him to help us. I hope you'll pardon us for breaking in on you so unceremoniously, Doctor, but you see, we had to bail out. I see you for what you are, spies. Come to steal my secrets. But I have the answer for that. Come with me. Put that gun away, Professor Sarkov. The man is mad, Dale. We'll have to humor him. All right, Professor, all right, we'll come with you. Get down this ladder. Into this tower. Down, I tell you. All right, all right. There now. We are in my rocket ship. And in ten seconds, we will be on our way to the new planet. We will all die. Die for science! (laughs) Oh, Flash, the doctor is mad. This rocket ship is breaking away from the Earth with the speed of light. Right into the path of the new planet. Hold tight, Dale. We'll escape somewhere. To the new planet! (laughs) The new planet! We three will save the Earth! Dr. Zarkov, there's still time to swing your rocket ship out of the path of the new planet. No! No! (laughs) What will you gain for science if we're all killed in the crash? I know who you are, Flash Gordon. The world's greatest athlete. But your trained strength will not save you. Only my mind. The mind of Zarkov, the scientist, can save you. 
can save any human soul upon the Earth. The turbo drive. He's reaching for the controls. Stand aside, Dr. Zarkov. <laughs> Feel it. The gravitation pull of the new planet. We crash in five seconds. <laughs> the rocket ship hits the planet. Dr. Zarkov and Dale are thrown from the rocket ship unconscious. Flash is thrown clear of the wreckage and lands on his feet uninjured. He rushes to the side of the unconscious girl, picks her up, and starts to carry her toward the distant towers of a city on this weird new planet. Suddenly, strange soldiers armed with ray guns appear, and capturing Dale and Flash, force them to come with them to the throne room of Ming the Merciless, Emperor of Mongo and Supreme Ruler of Mars. O thou indulgent Ming, most merciless majesty of Mongo, supreme ruler of the peoples of the new planet, thy slaves salute thee. Good. Ming shall want the earth people. Thy slaves obey, O Ming the Merciless. Get your hands off me. I'm no slave. I'll meet your emperor as a free man and an equal. So, earth man, you are a free man and my equal? Throw him to the red monkey men. In the arena, I would be forced to make his free man my equal. There is thy freedom, Earthman. Now you go into the arena to meet the red monkey men of Mongoid. No! Don't worry, dear. Emperor Ming, I will show you that I, a free man from the Earth, am more than a match for your brainless red monkey man. Flash reaches the bottom step leading to the arena. He leaps and swings at the nearest red monkey man. Then grasping the fallen man-beast under the armpit, Flash whirls him around in a flail, knocking the others in all directions. Emperor Ming, fearing that his monkey men will all be killed, orders his soldiers to destroy Flash with their ray guns. In the midst of the confusion, Princess Aura, the beautiful young daughter of Emperor Ming, calls to Flash. Quick, brave Earthman, this way, here to my balcony. Flash leaps to the royal balcony and joins the gorgeously jeweled princess who commands the slaves to keep back while she takes Flash through a secret door and into a passage leading to a private elevator. The two get in and Aura closes the door and presses the switch. Who are you, beautiful maiden? I am the Princess Aura, only daughter of Ming the Merciless. Princess, I owe you my life. You are brave and handsome and strong. You must not end so young. I have never seen anyone like you, Earthman. Where I come from, Princess, there are many stronger men and better looking. But tell me, Princess, where are you taking me? I am taking you to the private landing frame of my own rocket car. There you will be safe. We have arrived, Earthman. Get in this rocket car. No one can harm you here. But, Princess, I don't... Hurry, hurry! But, Princess Aura, how am I to rescue the Earth Girl, Dale Arden? That is why you are in my private rocket car, Earthman. Why, what do you mean? Dale Arden can never be rescued by you. But, Princess, I... As for you, Earthman, you shall love me or die. Meanwhile, back in the palace, Emperor Ming is talking with Dale Arden. Your companion Flash Gordon has escaped, but not for long. My men will soon capture him. What are you going to do with me, Emperor Ming? 
You are pleasing to me, Earth Woman. You will become my wife. Never! I don't love you. We men of Mongo have no human traits, no love, no mercy, no kindness. Whether you love me or not makes no difference. You shall become my wife as soon as the ceremony can be arranged. Your Majesty, look into the spaceograph. Our city is being bombarded by the space gyros of the Lion Men. The Lion Men? Order the entire space fleet to attack! In the terrific battle that takes place between Emperor Ming's space fleet and the gyros of the Lion Men, the attacking gyros are driven off. The rocket ship in which Flash Gordon had been held captive is destroyed and Flash is thrown to the ground unconscious. He opens his eyes to find himself staring into the great bearded face of Thun, Prince of the Lion Men. Thun lets his great sword fall as he sees Flash Gordon's white skin. Who art thou, white-skinned youth? Speak! Answer me before I cleave thy white body in pieces. Thou art a new kind of soldier of Ming the Merciless? I am the sworn enemy of that fiend Emperor Ming of Mongo. He has captured a girl who is from the Earth like myself. I live only to rescue her. An Earthman, thou sayest? Yes. And an enemy of Ming the Merciless? That's right. Tell me, are you friend or enemy? I am Thun, Prince of the Lion Men. Hereditary enemies of the men of Mongo. Thou would accept me as thy friend, Earthman. I will gladly join thee against Ming the Merciless. Here's my hand on it then, Prince Thun. Good. What is thy name, Earthman? I am called Flash Gordon upon the Earth, Your Highness. Call me Thun, friend. And I will call thee Flash. Friend Thun, do you know how we can gain admittance to the palace that we may rescue Dale Arden? Come. I will show thee a secret way into the palace. Good. The Emperor Ming is away, pursuing my gyro fleet. We may be able to rescue the Earth Girl before Ming's return. Flash Gordon and his powerful newfound friend go first to the space gyro of Prince Thun, and there they gaze intently into the thought projector, in which they not only see Dale Arden captive, but they also have revealed... To him, a secret way leading into the throne room of the palace. The secret passage is known as the Tunnel of Terror because of the deadly beasts which lie within its gloomy walls. Fighting each step of the way, Flash and his new friend, Prince Thun, finally find themselves within the palace. A door with great steel bolts stands before them. Quick, Thun, this door must lead directly to the center of the palace. From my memory of the palace... I should say that beyond this door is the great throne room of the Emperor Ming. All right, then. Here we go. Ah, there. You're right, then. It is the throne room. Yes. This great statue before us is the God of Death, which stands at the top of the altar steps, directly behind the throne of the Emperor. Listen. Thun, what's that? By the great god Pau. It is the royal wedding procession. Ming the Merciless is taking another bride. Long live Ming the Merciless. He's coming up the altar steps. Then I'm going to look around the idol. To look around the idol means death. Thou must not. Come back! Come back, Flash! Thun, save yourself! I'm going to the rescue of my earth friend, Dale Arden. She's being forced into a marriage with Ming the Merciless. Prince Thun of the Lion Men does not save himself at the expense of his friends. Thou must die, I will die along with thee. 
Dale, this way, Dale. After them. Down this passage, Earthling, and fast as thou canst run. Quick now. They're swarming up the altar steps. Help me topple the idol over on them. Now. One, two, three. With a grinding crash, the giant idol topples over on the onrushing soldiers of Ming the Merciless, killing those in front and throwing into confusion the whole company. Flash Gordon and Prince Thun, with Dale between them, dash into the secret passage beneath the idol. The way becomes steeper. They slip and fall. Down, down, a hundred feet or more into a whirling underground river. They're swept along down a raging current and over a falls into a lake. With the powerful strokes of a champion swimmer, Flash sets out for the shore, towing Dale by the hair. They reach the shore, and as Flash reaches down to drag Dale to safety, we hear her scream. She screams and disappears beneath the calm surface of the lake, clutched in two powerful green scaly arms. With no thought of his own safety, Flash Gordon dives to Dale's rescue and finds an adventure stranger than any which has gone before. I was afraid. I was better by it. I kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. But then, I spent so many nights just thinking I had to be wrong, and I grew strong, and I learned how to get along. But now, you're back from outer space. I just walked in to find you here with that sad look on your face. I should have changed that stupid lock. I should have made you leave your key. If I'd have known for just one second you'd be back to bother me, oh no. Walk out that door. Just turn around, because you're not welcome on the deck of the bridge anymore. Weren't you the one that tried to murder my crew? God, you bloodsucker. You managed to kill just about everyone else. But like a poor marshal, you keep missing the target. You're gonna have to come down here, Com. You're gonna have to come down here. It took all the strength I had not to fall apart. The bridge was smashed, the computer's inoperable. But I don't believe in the no-win situation. So walk out the door. Just turn around now, because you're not welcome anymore. Weren't you the one that tried to hurt me with your lies? Do you think I'd crumble? Do you think I'd lay down and die? Oh no, not I. I will survive. As long as I know how to love, I know I'll stay alive. But I've got all my life to live. But I've got all my love to give. I will survive. I will survive. Come! I will survive! Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. And you're celebrating Schlocktober with Tom Sumner. Oh, 
Don't struggle, Princess Sora. I'll free you. Oh, hurry. The leaves are crushing me. I'll cut them with my sword. Oh, be careful. Uh, oh, oh, careful, Flash. The plant may touch you. Ah, this devilish plant. Oh. Ah, there. Oh, Flash, it's got you too. Yes, yes, I didn't think it could. I think that's a tough break. What shall we do now? I don't know. Yet. Oh, oh, Flash. What is it, Princess? Are you in pain? No, look. Look down there. Out there, a door in the ship has opened. So it has. There are soldiers coming out with strange-looking guns. Are those your father's men? No. No, I never saw them before. They must have seen us and come to make us captives. Well, at least they'll get us out of the clutches of this terrible plant. Soldiers, attack that plant and kill it, but don't injure its victims. I want them brought to me alive. Don't be afraid, Princess. Those men will catch you. Oh! Be ready to catch your men. Now, the other one. Here I come! We're safe on the ground. But what will happen now? It's up to the leader of those soldiers. Soldiers, you did that well. Ah, Princess Aura. Yes. How do you know me? I do not know you. I know your father. Oh. So what's this? Another white stranger. Yes, Prince Baron. Blindfold him, and prepare our other white prisoner for the ordeal of the poisoned daggers. As you command, Prince Baron. And what are you going to do with me? Guard, take the princess to my quarters. As you command, Prince Baron. Ah, here comes our other white prisoner. Perhaps you know him, youth. How can I tell? He's got a hood over his head. I can't see his face. He says he is from Earth. I suppose you are from there, too? I am. I don't believe you, but no matter. Our hiding place must remain a secret, so both of you must die. Are the white prisoners prepared, guard? They are, Prince Baron. Their left forearms are tied together. And the poisoned daggers, are they ready? Yes, they are. Now listen, prisoners. I am dipping these two daggers in dragon's blood. The slightest scratch from these blades means certain death. Guard, give these to the prisoners. On the count of three, you will commence fighting one, two, three. As Prince Baron utters the words, Flash steps back, jerking his mysterious antagonist off balance. He flings aside his dagger and then causes his opponent to drop his poisoned weapon. Picking up the dagger, Flash severs the cords binding him to his opponent, and as the two whip off their blindfolds and reveal themselves to each other... Flash Gordon! Dr. Zarkov! So you do know each other. I should say we do. I am mighty glad to see you, Doctor. I thought you were dead after our rocket crashed on this planet. I was badly hurt, Flash. These fellows, they picked me up and brought me here. They made me act as their servant. Well, we saved the Earth, didn't we, lad? We certainly did, Doctor. Now, Prince Baron, maybe you'll believe that we are from the Earth. This man was the most brilliant scientist in the world. He was... Stop! My admiration for both of you is boundless. I would be honored to have you shake my hand and call me friend. Your friend? Yes. Why, of course. Here is my hand. And mine. Good. Now come to my quarters. My friends, I have invented an electric mole with which I intend to burrow underground into the palace of Ming the Merciless and overthrow his tyrannical government. Are you with me? Certainly. You bet we are. 
We've got to rescue Dale and Thun from that fiend. Princess Aura, you heard what I planned to do, Aura? Yes. Please, take me back to my father's palace with you. What? You? Why, it is because of you that I am a hunted man with the price on my head. You will remain here as my prisoner. Come, my friends, come. Oh, I will, will I. Guard! What is it? What is your name? Runkle, my princess. Runkle, I thought I recognized your face. You fled into exile from my father's guard when you were caught stealing. Yes. Listen, Runkle. Princess? If you would help me warn my father of what those men plan to do, I will make you not only wealthy, but also a duke. For one so lovely as my princess, how could I refuse? Come with me. Unaware of what has happened in the hiding place and racing underground toward the palace of Ming and Merciless in their electric mole, Prince Baron, Dr. Zarkov, and Flash Gordon encounter a fierce guaco, or armor-plated dragon. Flash climbs out of the mole and gives battle, saving his companions. For this, Prince Baron promises that if they succeed in overthrowing Ming, Flash will be made a Prince of Mongo, and anything he desires will be his. Finally... The electric mole breaks through the floor of the central hall in Ming's palace. The door opens and the three emerge from the metal burrowing machine. Come, my friends, we have arrived. Ah, so we have. What is our next move, Prince Baron? Mm, this is the central hall of Ming's palace. We will go up those stairs, Dr. Zarkov, and surprise the inner guards. Prince Baron, look! Ming's armored men. We've been betrayed. Yes. But how could the news have reached here before us? Let us get our ray gun. It's no use, Doctor. The armor of those soldiers is ray-proof. Here comes Ming the Merciless with the High Priest. No, Flash! Dale, thank heavens she is all right. Welcome back to my palace, Flash Gordon. And welcome to your companions. Soldiers, lash them to the pillar over there and execute them. Oh, Flash, darling, I love you so much. Oh, Dale, my dear. We did our best to save you, but we've been betrayed. I guess they have us now. Let them shoot. They will kill me, too, and we will be together forever. Very well, Dale Arden. You can have him in death. Captain? Sire. Proceed with the execution. Shoot, you dogs. We aren't afraid to die. Ready? Aim. Captain, hold your fire! Soggy, what is this? you are not high priest, I would have your tongue torn out for your insolence. I ask you to remember, sire, that according to the writ of Pau, even a traitor has the right to choose between the firing squad and the terrible pit. True, Zagi. And on second thought, such deaths would provide greater amusement. Yes, sire. We must abide by the sacred writs. And I see no reason why the girl should be killed. Captain? Sire. Release the prisoners. They shall undergo the terrible task. Bring them over to the pit. All right. Come on. Move along. This is the test of the torture pit, Flash Gordon. You and Baron will stand at each end of this narrow platform and with long whips try to topple each other into the pit where a surprise will be awaiting you. Take your places. The two mount the platform. Flash ducks as Baron's whip winds over his head. Flash's whip hits Baron with such force as to knock him off balance and into the pit. Dropping his whip, Flash leaps after him. 
As he throws the unconscious former Prince Baron over his shoulder and prepares to climb out, a transparent metal sheet slides over the top of the pit, trapping them. At the same time, Flash hears a growl and looks around to see three snarling tigrons. Placing Baron on the floor, Flash turns on the fierce beasts. The first one charges, leaping high in the air. Flash comes down on the tigrons back with a powerful wrench, breaks its neck. The other two Tigrons leap at each other to fight for possession of the body. Furiously, the battle rages. Finally, both animals are down, wounded unto death. Then Prince Baron regains consciousness. Oh, where? Where are we? It's all right, Prince Baron. Stand up. We are in the pit, but they've trapped us with that transparent metal lid. And you, you saved us from these beasts. Why, you are superb, Flash. That was easier than figuring out how we're going to get out of here. Look up there. Prince Thun! He's just in time! Thun, roll that metal lid back! He nods that he understands. There, he has done it! We are free! Come along! Meanwhile, in the Temple of Pau, Ming and Dale are about to be married by Zagi, the High Priest. By now, Z- Dale Arden, my saber-toothed tigrans have torn your hero to pieces. Oh, poor Here comes Sagi to perform the ceremony. Oh, mighty Ming, ruler of Mongo in the universe, does your supreme intelligence take this Earth woman to be your wife and empress of Mongo? I most certainly do. And you, Dale Arden, do you take this just and brilliant man to be your lord and master? I... I don't care what happens now. As you have accepted each other in matrimony before the great god Paul, I pronounce... Wait, stop! The idol speaks! I, Pau, forbid this marriage! <gasps> it's a trick! Fools! A stone idol cannot talk! Zagi, swing back the statue! At once, sire! Flash, Gordon! Flash, darling! They told me you were dead! The F-Man and two companions arrive! Guards, shoot them down! The marriage must go on! Wait, sire! The sacred writs say you cannot execute the man who has passed the test of the Tigrons! Guards, drop your weapons or Paul will cast you all! What? You dare defy me? I only quote the sacred writ, sire! As high priest, it is my duty to interpret and enforce its dictates! Guard, give me your sword! Zagi, I will shut your jabbering mouth forever! He's killed the high priest. Carry his body away, guards. Flash, my darling, I thought I'd lost you. Never as long as I have strength in these two arms and a breath of life in my body. So, Paul forbids me to slay you, huh? Well, Paul and I will both laugh while you rebels slave in the prison city of the Hawkmen. Death would be more desirable. As for you, Dale Arden, you shall be taught to act like an empress. The prison ship carrying our friends roars through the stratosphere on the way to the prison city of the Hawkmen. In the cell room, Flash and Prince Thun work feverishly on each other's bonds. Can you get the knot untied, Prince Thun? It is almost loosened, Flash. Just another twist. There, thou art free. Thanks. Now I will set you free. If we work fast, we may be able to release Zarkov and Baron and get control of the ship. Good. 
As soon as thou canst loosen my bonds, I will help thee capture the guard and take his keys when he makes his rounds. There, the rope's undone. Hark, I hear the guard approaching. Put your hands behind your back like this, and lie still until he bends over to give us food. Then we will overpower him. Quiet now, here he comes. Here is your food, prisoners. Now, Prince Thun! I have him, Flash. Take this, guys. Stop squirming, fellow. I will give you something to squirm about. Now I've got his keys, Thun. Now to save Dale, Baron, and Zarkov. What is that? We must have struck something. Are you all right, Thun? Yes. And thou, friend? I'm okay. Flash! Flash Gordon! Here! Prince Thun and I are in here! And you are free! Yes! And didst you gain thy liberty, friends? The crash broke the lock on our cell door. Come, quickly, we must go to the control cabin and see about the girl. Yes, hurry! This way! Dale? Where are you? Dale? Are you alright, Dale? Let me go! Let go of me! I've got to call Ming on the spaceophone. Send this to me with my regards. Hmm, you won't be able to transmit your message for quite some time, lad. Let's get out of here. We shall let the others go too. Fun, I need your great strength to help me remove the valuable scientific apparatus from the ship. Come, Flash, come, Dale. We have no time to lose. We're with you, Baron. Fun, rip those spacegraphs from their sockets. I will take this space compass. And what else would thou like to have removed, friend? Are our friends Baron and Flash and Dale? They must have gone into the forest over yonder. What is that rushing sound? By the great god Pau, look up there, Hawkman. Friend, run for your life! Flying with lances held in readiness, a squadron of savage Hawkmen hurtle from the skies. They seize Thun and Zarkov and sweep them into the air. While in the forest, numb with horror, Flash, Dale, and Baron watch their friends carried away towards a city suspended in space, the prison city of Hawkmen. There they go with Thun and Zarkov. And that friend is the end of them. What do you mean, Prince Baron? No man captured by the Hawkmen has lived to tell about it. How terrible. We'll see about that, Baron. It's hopeless, Flash. Look, their city drifts high in the heavens, held up by powerful light beams. What are we going to do now? Let's go back to the wrecked ship. We may be able to fix it. I'm afraid the ship is beyond repair, Flash, but perhaps it won't do any harm to see. Flash, I hear a rumbling sound. Why, it's a rocket ship bearing down on us. It's going to land. It made a perfect landing. I wonder who the pilot is. A girl is getting out. She's holding a ray pistol. Why, it's Princess Aura. Well, Princess, this is a surprise. I followed you to give you your last chance, Flash Gordon. What do you mean? Keep out of this, Dale Arden. He knows what I mean. I suppose you still want me to marry you. Yes. Marry me, and the Empire is yours, and your friends go free. And if I refuse... The Hawkmen, with my aid, will kill all of you. You shall never marry this Earth girl, Dale Arden. My dear princess, if I must make a choice, I choose Dale and death. Flash, darling. Good for you, Flash. 
You have signed our death warrants, but I don't care, as long as we are together. I'm glad, Dale. That's just how I feel, too. Very well. You have made your choice. I go to the Hawkmen. Well, there goes the haughty beauty. In an hour, every Hawkman and Mongo will be after us. Prince Baron's prophecy becomes true. He, Flash, and Dale are captured by the Hawkmen and dragged before the throne of their king, mighty Voltan. There the prisoners find Aura leaning on the arm of the great throne while King Voltan explains to her. The laws of Mongo allow you judge the fate of one of these prisoners, princess. The others belong to me. I will take the yellow-haired youth. I will make him pay for scorning me. Hmm, mm-hmm. Incidentally, by torturing him, I can also torture the Earth Girl. So be it. <laughs> Take them into the torture chamber. No, no, I beg you. Kill me, but spare Flash. Then let the girl stay with me. So you are in love with this youth, eh? In love with him? Why, just because I begged for Flash's life doesn't mean I love him. No. He is but a youth. You, most impressive majesty, you are a man. Ah, ha, ha, ha. My pretty bird, you have discernment. I took you at face value, but I see I was wrong. You have an unusual appreciation of men. Thank you, impressive majesty. I can also appreciate compliments. Soon I will show you how your friends have failed to withstand the rigors of the torture chamber. I don't care much for torture, Your Majesty, but I guess you can't help doing what the Emperor's daughter tells you to do. Emperor's daughter? Ha ha ha! I give orders in this city. But now, as to your fate... Yes, impressive Majesty. I shall make you my wife as soon as the High Priest can be summoned. In the meantime, down in the torture chambers, Flash and his friends have been put to work stoking the great atom furnaces of the Hawkmen. Driven nearly mad by the terrible heat and the anxiety of wondering what is happening to Dale, Flash is all for rebelling. He throws a shovel full of flaming radium at a guard. The captain of the guard reaches for the switch, which would electrocute Flash by passing a current through a wire fastened to his leg irons. But Dr. Zarkov rushes up and pleads. Do not kill him, Captain. He is but an impetuous youth. We will make him work. Then see that he does. If he starts any more trouble, he shall die. Thank you, Captain. Get back to work, the rest of you slaves. Thanks, Dr. Zarkov, but I'd just as soon die. Tale is lost to me. Patience, Flash. Dr. Zarkov and I have a plan. Come over here, behind this lead wall. What are you going to do, Baron? I shall keep watch for the guard. Get to work. Zarkov, quickly. Here, Flash. Take these wires off your manacles and wrap them around your shovel. All right, there. Now what are you going to do? You heard what the captain said. If you start any more trouble, he will electrocute you. When I give the signal, jump up and throw your shovel into that radium beam over there. And get myself killed for it? I promise you, you will not die. Do as I tell you. All right. Now? Is the coast clear, Baron? No one is looking this way. Now, Flash! Come on, men! Follow me! Better death than slavery! Mutiny, then die like a rat. Here goes the switch. 
Electric current ignited the radium ore. It worked. It worked. Now's our chance to escape. I'm going to find Dale. Back in the sumptuous quarters of Vulton, King of the Hawkmen, he and Dale are awaiting the arrival of the High Priest to perform the marriage ceremony. Well, my pretty little bird, soon you will be the bride of Vultan the Mighty. Suppose you give me a little kiss while we are waiting for the High Priest, eh? No, Come here. don't touch me. What? You repulse me, Earth Girl? Come here. Get away from me, you fat fool. Flash, flash, darling. Take your hands off her, Vultan. With a yellow fury, Flash drives his fist into Vulcan's jaw. The mighty king staggers back and, bellowing like a mad bull, places his steel-taloned fingers into Flash's throat. His left hand reaches for his dagger. Flash, look out for his dagger! With a smashing left and a crushing right-hand uppercut that would have killed an ordinary man, knocks Vulcan into unconsciousness. That settles that, Ox. Dale, did he hurt you? Oh, my darling, I feel so safe in your arms. They are so strong, yet tender. These arms were meant to hold you and protect you. By heaven they will, as long as I have life. My dear, oh, where are Baron and Zarkov and Thun? Zarkov and Baron are working on some scientific gadget. Thun and I separated looking for you. Come, we will join them. Did you kill Voltan? I don't know. There's no time to waste finding out. Which way do we go from here? Look! Soldiers, coming this way! Turn to the right, Dale, down that other passage! More soldiers! Flash, we are trapped! Back to Voltan's quarters, Dale. We can bar the door and hold them off while we arrange to escape by the window. There we are, back in Voltan's quarters, and we've escaped the soldiers. Oh, now what? Now for the firing squad! Voltan! Why, you stay where you are! I have this ray pistol trained on you! The slightest move and both of you will be blown to atoms! Don't touch the girl! I surrender. What's this? What's happening? The lights are out! Flash, the door is tipping up! Don't worry, Dale, I'll save you! In a boat, on a river, with tangerine trees and marmalade skies. Somebody calls you, you answer quite slowly. A girl with kaleidoscope eyes. Cellophane flowers, 
of yellow and green towering over your head. Look for the girl with the sun in her eyes, and she's gone. Horse people eat marshmallow pies. Everyone smiles as you drift past the flowers that grow so incredibly high. Newspaper taxis appear on the shore, waiting to take you away. Climb in the back with your head in the clouds, and you're gone! on a train in a station with plasticine porters with looking glass ties suddenly someone is there at the turnstile the girl with kaleidoscope going, Dr. Zarkov? Aaron and I discovered a room under the hall of atomic power, which stored scientific apparatus. With the help of slaves, we constructed my newest invention, didn't we, Baron? Yes, we did, friend Zarkov. I only hope this bull-headed monarch hasn't delayed us too long with his arguing. There isn't much time left to save the city. We are tipping over. How much further do we have to descend? We will be below the foundation in just a moment. What is this remarkable discovery, Wizard of the Earth? You shall see. You shall see. We are here. Hurry out, everyone. Hold fast to my hand, Dale. Oh, Flash, do you think Dr. Zarkov will be able to save us? I know he will do his best. There is my invention. What is that massive tubes and wires? This electrical machine is an atomic light solidifier. It'll strengthen the beam? Yes, Keep everybody back, Baron. I must have room to work. Stand back, everybody. Baron, do you think this machine will work? Be quiet. Professor Zarkov is throwing the switch. What is that weird bluish light? New rays made from the Adamsdale. Why, the city seems to be getting back on an even keel. By Pao, so it is. How is it working, friend Zarkov? 
Splendid so far. The light beams supporting the city are becoming stronger and stronger. Then the city is saved? The city is saved. By Pau, he has done it. All of you are free. Why, Dale, you're crying. I'm so happy we're saved. Zarkov, come here. He said he could do it, and he did. Yes, King Voltan, you summoned me? Zarkov, you shall be my head scientist. Voltan, this is more than I expect. I am grateful, deeply grateful, and appreciate the honor. Flash and Dale. Yes, impressive majesty. What is it, King Voltan? As proof of our future friendship, I shall give you a royal wedding tomorrow, and tonight we shall have a banquet to celebrate it. Are you having a good time, Dale? A wonderful time, Flash. It hardly seems possible that we shall be married tomorrow. I don't dare believe it until we are actually being married. Now, you mustn't feel that way, Dale. It's just nerve. Well, my friends, tomorrow will be the big day. I'm not so sure. Dale is just worrying about nothing, Baron. Hmm, it's almost tomorrow, Dale. What can happen now? During the excitement of the certain destruction of the city, the Princess Aura disappeared. Oh, is that all that worries you? I should think you would be glad she is not here. I am. Well, well, lovebirds, are you enjoying yourselves? Oh, yes, thank you, impressive majesty. Majesty? Majesty? Yes, what is it? The airship of Ming the Merciless is approaching the city. This means trouble. What did I tell you? There will be no wedding for us tomorrow. We will die fighting! No, Voltan. Let us take our chances on escaping. Give us a rocket ship. It's no use, Flash. They were damaged when the city tilted. His Universal Majesty, Emperor of Mongo, Ming the Merciless. And Princess Aura. Now there will be trouble. Steady, Dale, darling. There will be a way out of this. Greetings and welcome, Emperor Ming. So, Voltan, you have become friends with the prisoners. Turn over this Earthman to my torturers. And to me, delivered my promised bride, Dale Arden. I command it. No, father. You promised Flash Gordon to me as my share of the spoils. Hold, Ming. By the ancient laws of Mongo, by the sacred laws of the great Pau, who is all wise, I call for a tournament of death. A tournament? And this fellow Flash Gordon would enter? Yes. A tournament. Then all the planet would see him fail and die. So be it. Between four mountains nestled a massive bowl-shaped arena toward which most of Mongo pulls the never-ending streams to the tournament of death in which all of the contestants but one will meet death. And Flash Gordon is going to enter. He and Dale occupy seats of honor in Volton's box. Princess Aura enters the arena on a golden throne carried by six blue dragon men. Here comes Aura in all her glory. She is vile, treacherous, and cruel. Ha <laughs> That, my boy, is a beauty. Oh, I don't know about that. Here comes Drewbridge, king of the lion men. The dragon men are frightened by the lions. They've dropped the princess. Ah, stay where you are, my boy. Prince Baron is already picking her up. She seems to be smiling at him. I wonder what she's saying. Prince Baron, you've saved my life. 
Why did you do it after the way I treated you? Because, my princess, you are a woman, a beautiful woman, and I can no longer deny the fact that I love you. But whatever it is she's saying, I wish she would get interested in somebody else and leave you alone, Flash. The tournament is about to begin, Flash. There is your horse. Here, take this sword, my boy. It's the one with which I became King of the Hawkmen. Take it and justify my faith in you. And my faith, too. Thanks, darling. And thank you, Volton. I will do my best. In another box, Prince Baron reaches a decision. Zarkov, I am going to enter the tournament and win back my kingdom and Ming's daughter, Princess Aura, for my bride. Do not be a fool, Prince Baron. Why do you risk being killed? Wish me luck, my friend. I go to do battle. It is a battle royale with every horseman for himself. As the battle rages around him, Flash is beset by two yellow guardsmen. He vanquishes one, and as he is attacked by the other, he falls from his horse. Before the yellow man can drive home in death and thrust, a masked rider saves Flash, and the first great test of the Tournament of Death ends. A banquet is held for the survivors. Are you sure you're all right, Flash? Why, of course, Dale. If it hadn't been for that masked fighter, you would be dead now. Oh, why did you enter this horrible tournament? To win freedom, a kingdom, and what's more important, you. Look, the masked fighter is with Princess Aura. Ah, the masked champion. Are you a criminal fearing arrest, or a noble fearing recognition? Blue blood or red, my lady, it will flow in the arena just as freely for your amusement. Here, wear this scarf as a token, but do not stain it with your blood. Fair lady, a kiss from your gorgeous lips, and I would face the legions of Pau. Insolent one! <laughs> I would have you tortured. You cannot punish the living dead of the tournament. Goodbye, you beautiful devil. I go to fight for your hand. That masked champion, I swear I know his voice. The call has sounded. I must go back to the fight. Goodbye, Dale. Goodbye, and good luck, my darling. Oh, King Voltan, when will this awful tournament end? I know it seems horrible to you, little bird, but it is better that Flash should die honorably in the field of battle than at the hands of Ming's torturers. If he wins this final event, he will be a king, and you will be his queen. The trumpets blow and the last contestants line up. Two by two, they mount the sky rope stretched over a flaming pool to joust with swords, and one after another, they are eliminated by death. Finally, only Flash Gordon and the masked champion are left. Flash loses his balance and falls down toward the flaming pool, but his hand catches hold of the rope and he hangs on. The masked champion, thrown off balance, all but falls, but saves himself by grasping Flash Gordon's legs. His mask falls off, revealing Prince Baron. The crowd demands that both men shall live, and they are brought before Vulton and Ming the Merciless. None of your trickery, Ming. You will proclaim them both kings. So be it. But I shall choose their kingdoms to Prince Baron and my daughter, Aura, I give the kingdom of the forest to Flash Gordon and the Earth Girl. 
I give the kingdom of the caves. You fiend! You know neither kingdom has been conquered. True, Voltan. But these are brave men. Let them try. They can hold their weddings in their own kingdoms. If they live that long. This concludes our recreation of the first four episodes of the 1935 radio serial Flash Gordon. This series was recorded in the Tom Sumner Program studio featuring the voice of Sean Cantwell as Flash Gordon and Volton. Rhonda Groves Young played Dale Arden and Princess Aura. Randy Zimmerman played Zarkoff and Thun. Prince Baron was played by Dane Walling. Listen for more adaptations of old-fashioned radio for a new generation. This is Tom Sumner saying thanks for listening. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed this pop-up edition of the Tom Sumner Program special for uh, Halloween. And uh, maybe we'll do another one coming up, uh, oh, for Thanksgiving, perhaps.
want to say thanks to uh, all the people that helped make this uh, pop-up Halloween special. Uh, revisiting the Tom Sumner program after we've been shut down for a few months. And uh, maybe we'll do another one for Thanksgiving. This is a little uh, tease of that. That's, uh, once again, Smoking George Winters. Uh, tickling the ivories, let me know it's time to head out and trick-or-treat. But uh, I hope you enjoyed this trip back with the Tom Sumner program studio players and Elvira to the golden age of radio. And I hope you'll join us if we do another pop-up for Thanksgiving to kick off the Christmas season. We'll have Christmas music, and of course our Christmas music is better than everybody else's because it's local. Happy Halloween, everybody. The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show. We want to acknowledge all of our guests who play such an important role in the show and our cavalcade of cohorts from coast to coast for their regular contributions. Most of the musical accompaniment was provided by people in or from the Flint area. Many of the pre-recorded portions of the Tom Sumner program are made possible by Flint's own Steve McComb and Pencil Sketch Recording in Nashville, Tennessee. If you have comments, questions or suggestions about the show, find us on Facebook. This is Prue Clearwater. Join us next time for another edition of the Tom Sumner Program. And thanks for listening.